Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, I promise you this early on, right before Christmas, that we would talk about an individual who doesn't have a documentary on him. He should. But at the same time, there is the mystique, okay? And there is also the intrigue and mystery of this artist. This artist is an actor, performer, a magician, a writer. The microphone is not cooperating. Maybe that's, maybe it's, um, well, he's alive, so it's not really his spirit um, messing with us. Or could it be? Could it be his energy? You know? Um, we should have talked about him, about him on his birthday, but we can't go by that. That should have, could have, would have. Um, there we go. That sounds better. Okay. This gentleman was born in Concord. No, in Pomona. California, 71 years ago on December 7th, 1949, Thomas Allen Waits. You know him as Tom Waits or as uh, the LNC 666 and George Strombolopoulos call him dad. And I can understand why. Tom Waits has been entertaining us, delighting us, making us scratch our heads in pure wonderment since 1973's closing time, and has furthered it all the way to his last album, 2011's Bad As Me. So many different incarnations, so many different styles. This thing doesn't want to... Wait, I, I think some something is... Uh, Messing with the energy in here. Could it be Tom Waits? I don't think the church lady ever said that. Mm. Interesting. Waits tended to wear all black. Humphreys noted that on stage. Waits is a consummate performer, a raconteur of the Renaissance, and a genuine wit. Waits has stated his performance should be a spectacle and entertaining. It was on his 1977 tour for Foreign Affairs that he started employing props as part of his routine. One recurring prop was a megaphone through which he would shout at the audience. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, he's a, he's along the lines of uh, Bob Dylan. And, um, you know, when I when I talk about Tom Waits with people, some of them are like, oh, he's kind of scary. Okay. His voice. Okay. You know, <laughs> that's why we're talking about him, you know. Um, there's a lot to be said about him. You know, he's good friends with uh, Keith Richards, of all people. Singing phenomenas overseas is a 29-year-old gravelly-voiced singer-poet who worked at jobs like a firefighter in the Mexican border and a dishwasher just so he could keep working at his music. His name is Tom Waits, and he doesn't work at or try to be different or unusual. It comes to him naturally. Listen to this. Oh, we can't. We can't play the music. 
Um, but what we can do is play a clip with a man where they talk about his voice. If not, wait, I'll tell you what, in the meantime here, you can use this, uh, place, all right? Just get it in there. How, uh, hang on, are you all right? Yeah, it's just all fine, right. I just you. want to check until you settled in, that's all. I don't make that comfortable here. Okay. How long? <laughs> nice shot. <laughs> this was in 1979 on the Don Lane Show. How is? Uh, how long have you been here in Australia now? I got here last night. Uh, I was on the plane uh, from Paris for about uh, 22 hours. Mm-hmm. That was a fascinating flight. Uh, and uh, what do you do for 22 hours on a flight? Do you have ways of entertaining yourself? Or? Well, they show movies that are not a big success anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's one of the things about Tom Waits. He's got a sense of humor about all of this. And, um, you know, the voice. It's all about that voice. I would do that for you. It's a part of the host that's supposed to light the guest cigarette and stuff. I do that. But you look like a man that can handle that all by yourself. Yeah. We got an ashtray yet? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you put the burden mats in it. How long have you been? How, <laughs> how long have you been singing? Pardon me. I said, how long? I'll get right here with you. I'm all right. Don't worry. I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna do this interview with you. That's it. Thank you. There you go. They got people working for you and everything. That's right. Yeah. All of it, it never fails, Tom. I get, you know, you can ask for anything you want on this show, and we'll have someone go out and get it for you. Christ. I, uh, we tried to get him, but there wasn't enough money. We didn't know who to call for the booking. I, I got the wrong agent. Uh, how, how long... Is there something down here I don't know about? This is, you know, part of his brilliance. It's not a normal interview. There's nothing normal about his interviews. They tell me that you have sort of a cult following. Uh, is that what you don't... Do you agree with that expression, a cult following? I have a growing level of popularity uh, throughout the uh, intercontinental United States, uh, Japan, and... Uh, I travel extensively in Europe as well. Mm. Uh, I don't do half bad. I, uh, they tell me you have a new market now in Ireland. Is that true? I've performed in Dublin and done very well there as well. You look uh, like a leprechaun. You should do well there. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm also big in Philadelphia. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like I'm at my grandmother's. <laughs> and here it is about the voice. What would you call your singing? Uh, your singing stuff. What kind of music is it that you really like? Is it all your own stuff or do you do other people's things as well? Occasionally, I'll do a cover version of somebody else's number, but primarily, I like to deal with my own travelogues. Hmm. 
And, uh, and to what kind of an audience do you work? Is there an age bracket for your audience, do you think? Or is it, uh, or is it um, a mixture of all? You're starting to sweat. Yeah. 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 If you were in my position, you would be too. <laughs> I'd like to have a show next week. <laughs> Question five. See, it's not a normal interview, and that's the beauty of Tom Waits. We're going to dive further in. I don't... I don't... <laughs> if I stay here with you another ten minutes, there's going to be an Indian raid. You're big here in Australia. <laughs> now you know why. At 29... All Thank the... you. <laughs> Are you 29? Yes, as a matter of fact. Well, at, at 29... the first time I've seen you up straight. <laughs> yeah. Well, how's everything, Tom? Good, thank you. Everything's all right. Good. At 29, you write about all of these things that happen to you, like this sort of like a low-life thing that happens. You know, this song that's going to be... You read that right off the page. No, I didn't. I did. It said low-life right there. Where? I read oh, yeah, low-life It's Between the entertainment... You don't want that question either. You got a pen? All right. This is the meat and potatoes. How long have you been singing? You answered that already, didn't you? I've been on the road about seven years. Seven years. Okay, we got that. Seven yeah, years. Right. Okay. How does a guy with a voice like that decide to be a singer and succeed? Well, it was a choice between entertainment and a career in air conditioning and refrigeration. Yep. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Tom Waits, or as the ONC calls him, Dad. Um, so many great songs. I mean, you know, Downtown Train, of course, which everyone and their chicken has covered. And, um, you know, uh, Christmas card from a hooker. Uh, Hold on, which is a favorite. Um, God's Away on Business, uh, Hell Dumb Broke Loose, I Don't Want to Grow Up. I mean, you know, he put out two albums at the same time in 2002, and both of them are amazing. How, how do we define Tom Waits? It's kind of this. He's a vaudevillian. He's a performer. His music is genreless because it has everything that you could want. It's got rock, it's got folk, it's got jazz, it's got a little bit of country, it's got rock, it's got some hard metal. Well, not really, but it's there. It's the blues. Um, and his songwriting, and then he takes other songs, like he did a cover of Sea of Love, which everyone in their chicken has done. As you can tell, I like chicken. And made it his own. I think it's one of the best versions I've ever heard. Sea of Love is Tom Waits's version. And that voice, that voice, you know, where he kind of sings in tongues and then he, you know, hold on, he sings beautifully. You know, he's singing to you. He's singing to the ocean and all those different images that Tom Waits can only conjure. And as a Sagittarius myself, you know, and as an eccentric, and I love eccentrics, and Tom Waits is truly 
an eccentric. And you can tell, I mean, he hangs out with Keith Richards, you know, their best of buds. And that says something about Tom Waits. That says something, okay, this is someone that I want to be around, you know, and yeah, there's, there's, there's so much we could cover about Tom Waits. Um, you know, uh, he's, he was inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame in 2011 by Neil Young. And, you know, he thanked his wife and he thanked his fans and his, and his, his kids, you know, from closing time, 1973, the heart of Saturday night, 1974, Nighthawks at the diner. I actually have a poster of that 1975 small change, 1976 foreign affairs, 1977 blue Valentine, 1978. Attack in Vine, 1980. Swordfish Trombones, 1983. Rain Dogs, 1985. Oh, yeah. Frank's Wild Years, 1987. Bone Machine, 1992. The Black Rider, 1993. Mole. Yeah. Uh, Mole Variations, 1999, which has Hold On. Alice. 2002 blood money 2002 real gone 2004 and bad as me 2011 tours the 1978 closing time tour all the way to glitter and doom tour he is an actor i mean he's been in everything from paradise alley one from the heart, the Outsiders, Rumblefish, the Stone Boy, the Cotton Club, Down by the Law, Ironweed, Greasy Lake, Candy Mountain, Big Time, Bearskin and Urban Fairy Tale, Cold Feet, Mystery Train, the Two Jakes, At a Play in the Fields of the Lord, the Fisher King, Hello, Queen's Logic, Night on Earth, Bram Stroker's Dracula as R R M. Reinfeld, Shortcuts, Mystery Men, The Last Castle, Coffee and Cigarettes as himself, Domino as a Wanderer, The Tiger in the Snow himself, Wrist Cutters, A Love Story, The Imaginarium of Dr. Phanoceros, The Book of Eli, The Monsters of Nyx, Twixt, Seven Psychopaths, The Simpsons, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, The Old Man and the Gun, the dead don't die. And see what I told you? He is an actor. He's a performer. Everything that you could want, Tom Waits is going to give you. He could light a flame right now and write a song about it. And, you know, he's, he, I love how some people just don't get it. They're like, I don't like his voice. And trust me, I know, I know a lot of people who don't like his voice. I, love his voice because it's original nobody sounds like tom waits nobody ever will there is a beauty there is a je ne sais quoi about tom waits and maybe it is at the core that sagittarius style you know we're eccentrics uh i love what Katie Lang said once in an interview about Tom Waits, because they did, you know, white 
night with uh, white tie nights with uh, the late Roy Orbison. I think that was the last thing that Roy did. And to watch Tom kind of get into his mode, you know, he's he's got several different characters. <sighs> I mean, you know, his we can't play any of these songs. You know, these talk about a performer. You know, he's on my list. He's on my list. Here we go. He's got a crash in the interview. We're always happy to have this great artist with us. Here's Tom Waits, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Him and, uh... some of the comments on this video but here's one that I do like I once had a dream Tom Waits casually walked into my house raided the fridge and made himself a sandwich yeah that's that sums up Tom Waits um of course Tom Waits and Iggy Pop in coffee and cigarettes Just watch him with another iconoclast like Iggy Pop. I mean, they're just trading barbs, you know what I mean? Ah, and here's a fellow Sagittarius and a good friend of Tom's. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Come on, Keith. Tell us. Blessings. It was great to work with him. It was only found out later that... He never, he never actually writes with anybody else. He only works with, writes with his, with his wife, Kathleen. And so I, I realized that was an extra honor uh, to, to work with a guy that doesn't, he's not a collaborator in other words, you know. Nick, uh, we kind of like grew into it. I mean, I said, take it. And so, you know, this iconoclastic, you know, he talks like this. I don't want to grow up. I can't, I can't do his voice justice. My first introduction to Tom Waits was one late night, and I'm a night owl. I was watching Austin City Limits, and they played this old Christmas December episode from 1978, I believe. And there was Tom Waits. He had a lit cigarette. It was beautiful. It was performance. It was everything you could want in a performer. And I immediately 
you know, this is in the era of CDs. And, well, actually, no. MP, MP3s were starting to make the rounds. And I remember just thinking, I, I had a friend of mine and a friend of my brother's. And he always had music on him. And he would bring over these big cases full of cds and he had swordfish and he had rain dogs and i remember i made copies of it and i told him i wanted to sound like tom waits and he says why do you want to sound like that i said because that is a performer and i know he probably he thought i was nuts for saying that and but you know there there's a beauty to tom waits there's a beauty to First of all, nobody else writes songs like that. And for Keith Richards to say, you know, as you just heard, Tom doesn't collaborate with other people. The only one that he collaborates with is his wife, Kathleen. So, I mean, you know, that's uh, that's the fairy dust right there for Tinkerbell, Keith Richards, is that his good friend Tom Waits is like, look, I don't work with many people, but I'll work with you because you're my friend. And also probably because they're both these eccentrics, you know what I mean? And I relate to Tom Waits on so many levels, the way he dresses, the way he walks. Um, there is, there is a character inside all of us and Tom Waits has many different characters you know, uh, I mean, there's there's so much to so much to be said about Tom Waits. So much to you know dive into. When you dive into his music, it is like Pandora's box. There is so I mean, you you know, back in the early days of the iPads, you would have to at least have two iPads or iPods for the music. You know, now we have these phones and they fit like 256 gigabytes. And the iPads themselves, you know. But, and, and you know, I, I looked long and hard for a documentary to talk about Tom Waits. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just talk about him? And this is an audio documentary. So, therefore, we are talking about Tom Waits. He is in the show through audio, but he's not on on the show. You know, I have a lot of respect for Tom Waits. That's why I wanted to do this show was to talk about someone that the LNC and myself love. And whenever we hear George play, hold on. It's like, hey, yeah. You know, um, I think there was a little bit of Tom Waits in all of us. Um, you know, songwriters love him. People, I, th I think, you know, people who aren't real artists are kind of intimidated by him. So here is a beautiful induction by Neil Young. I don't have any real thoughts. Pretty blank. I will say this next man is undescribable and I'm here to describe him. <laughs> this man is a great he's sort of a performer, singer, actor, magician, 
spirit guide, changeling, and uh, I've seen him standing in a bunch of dust. And I thought I saw, you know, sparkly things coming off on him. And then I, I looked at him while he was singing, and I said, "Is my vision going? I'm seeing three, maybe four people up there now." And they're all seeming to be waiting for the other one to finish so that they can come in. And uh, and then this other one would just whistle at me. And then one would speak in a kind of speaking in tongues kind of voice. And then the eagles covered it. But I think it's great that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has recognized this immense talent. And, uh, Could have been the Motion Picture Hall of Fame, could have been the Blues Hall of Fame, could have been the Performance Artists Hall of Fame, but it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that recognized the great Tom Waits. All right. And, of course, we're going to hear from the man because that was his night. And I love the story he tells. Just a pocket version of the same thing would be perfect for me. Thank you. Um, thank you very much for your kind words, Neil. I'm uh, honored to be honored. Uh, and, um, gee, I, I don't know where to begin. I, uh, you know, songs uh, are really just very interesting things to be doing with the air. Huh. And... Uh, and I and I and I love I love working with with tunes and 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 I guess you know we all love music but we really want music to love us you know I was uh, 15 and I I snuck in to see Lightning Hopkins and uh, amazing show him and 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 every time he opened his mouth he had that that uh, uh, orchestra of gold teeth and it was just uh, I was devastated and I and then I saw him do the show and he walked through a, a door and and slammed the door behind him and on the door it said I swear to God keep out <laughs> love it keep out this room is for entertainers only and I knew at that moment that I had to get into show business as soon as possible. I'd like to thank my family. They know me and they love me anyway. And uh, that's the truth right there. I love that story. And only Tom Waits can tell that story. So, you know, how how do I introduce you to his music? He's got so many albums that you could start off from. The first album, it's very kinds of jazzy. It's, you know, it's bluesy. Um, I mean, yeah, in terms of a performer, you know, if, if you want to dive in a different way, you know, and here's some musicians who have admiration. I love that word for Tom Waits. Elvis Costello, Bruce Springsteen, Nancy Griffin. Joe Strummer from the punk band the, the Clash. Well, it's a band, not just punk. Michael Stipe of R.E.M., Frank Black of the Pixies, and James, James Hetfield from the heavy metal band Metallica. Bob Dylan was a major influence on young Waits, stated that Waits was one of his secret heroes. It's beautiful. 
Many different musicians have covered his songs. In 1995, Holly Cole released an album of Waits covers, Temptations. While in 2008, Scarlett Johansson did the same with her debut album, Anywhere I Lay, My Head, Bruce Springsteen had a commercial success with his cover of Waits' Jersey Girl, as did Rod Stewart with his covers of Downtown Train and Tom's Trubert's uh, Trebert's Blues. Johnny Cash covered Down There by the Train on his 1994 album American Recordings, calling Waits a very special writer, my kind of writer. Willie Nelson included a cover of a Waits track on his album, It's Always It'll Always Be There. The Ramones covered I Don't Want to Grow Up on their final album, Adios Amigos, while Bob Seger covered Blind Love. New Coat of Paint and Downtown Train. And Nora Jones included a song Waits wrote for her, Long Way Home, on her album Feels Like Home. His tracks have also been selected for use in film. The director, Julian Schnabel, for instance, chose two Waits tracks for inclusion in his award-winning 2008 The Diving Bell and The Butterfly. The 1995 film Smoke used Innocent When You Dream as a soundtrack to the closing sequence. Mm. In 2006, was it 2006? Um, Tom Waits put out, let's go over here. You know, he, I mean, this man has a really long catalog, long catalog. And he had a box set called Orphans, Brawlers, Ballers, and Bastards, which has his version of Sea of Love. And lie to me. The album is divided into three sections, with each disc being a separate collection in its own. It borrows from Tom Waits' rock sound with the first disc, Brawlers. Being blues and rock-based, the second disc, Ballers, centered on low-tempo, melancholic ballads, and the third, Bastards, are more experimental compositions. Yeah. Hmm. Furthermore, it was a fair success. Okay, we don't care about the charts. You know, when it comes to Tom Waits, it's not about the charts. It's about Tom Waits. And I've tried to just dive into who this man is. You know, I don't think a lot of us know who he is. I think that's the beauty of, I think we could conjure him up. You know, the first time I saw him in Dracula... And then I went back and I watched um, the 2000 or 2000, 1922 Nos, Nosferatu by F.W. Murnau. And the character in there is, you know, different. Okay. He's different. And he is possessed in his loyalty for Dracula. Well... <laughs> in Bram Stoker's Dracula done by Francis Ford Coppola that rhymed Tom Waits is picted beautifully as that character and he is just mad and there's always a little bit of madness there's, there's magic there's a there's a grin there's a gleam in the eye of Tom Waits there's so much 
there's so much about him that we can't really describe. You know, it's like one of those flowers that you see. Oh, it's so beautiful and you just can't find the words. Or, you know, after you have really hot sex and um, you just can't find the words. And in his case, he would probably light a cigarette, you know. Um, But musically, it's indescribable. It's incandescent. And that's how he describes his wife, her incandescent light. You know, when I listen to Tom Waits' records, I feel good. I feel alive, especially when I'm out walking or driving and to listen to those songs. Or when it's raining, there's something beautiful about those songs. Something magical always about Tom Waits. It's alive. The music is alive. It is truly eccentric and for 40 my god 47 years he has delighted us he has intrigued us he has kept us on the edge of our seats okay this isn't about million sellers this isn't about packing the house although he does pack the house and he brings you there and he's one of the many performers that are on my list to see in concert and so mr tom waits this is the dr zeus film podcast documentary december tonight we have documented i've tried best i could if i could do it better i will for tom waits or as we the lnc call him dad you know um my i if if i if there's one song to sum up tom waits God's away, God's away, God's away, God's away on business. Unpleasant dreams.